MX Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things motocentric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Hi guys and gals, welcome in to the one and only Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and REP Suspension. How in the hell are you guys doing out there today? I have my good looking son here. Thank God you take after mom's looks, Aiden. That's all you got? That's all I got. Thanks, and Dad. I got teeth. Thanks, Dad. You do got nice teeth because I, <laughs> unlike me, you had a choice. I didn't. You mean you had a choice? I didn't have a choice. Dad you, came to me and said, would you want teeth, straight teeth, or you want dirt bikes? That's choice. You already know that I what, you just look at my teeth. You know yeah, which that one was I the choice you made. You had the choices. Yeah. You, but the thing is, you have both. Yeah. Must be nice. <laughs> Must be nice. Hey, everybody. How's it going? Welcome in. If you guys want to go do some shopping, RockyMountainATVMC.com is the one and only one-stop shop for you guys to Get anything you need for your street bikes, dual sport bikes, dirt bikes, quads, um, those weird looking three wheel things you see on the freeway. That spiders. Su- spiders or slingshots. You need anything, go to keyforinktesting.com. Click on that Rocky Mountain banner. It's the only banner on my website. It is clean. It is virus free, my website. Not a lot of things going on. Very clean. We try to keep it that way. That's the only banner. You click on that thing, and that leads you back to Rocky Mountain site. And that gives us just a snippet, a snippet of what you guys are purchasing and lets them know that you like this show and you want it to keep it up and moving. You want to listen to my voice. You want to get the beautiful Aiden Kiefer on the on the show and all the things that come along with this um, show and episode. So thank you guys for doing that. I really appreciate it. If you guys want to do some shopping, fxrracing.com for some gear. 2024 gear is out. Helium, Revo, Podium, Clutch. Aiden, what is your favorite? I really, I actually, I really like the helium stuff. Shocking. Helium stuff. Shocking like the most expensive stuff there is. Yeah. Uh, KKMX35 is the code to save. That's 35% off gear. That is a huge discount, and that's because you guys listen to the Kiefer Inc. Tested Podcast. Um, If you're a lady, you want to get a little bit better code, you want to look better than the dudes, I have that for you. Chris at KieferIncTesting.com. Prove to me that you're a woman that you ride, preferably on the motorcycle, riding, doing something cool. And I will get you that code. And, of course, we have the FTA code. Do you like FTA? I love FTA. FXR is um, just branching off a little bit. It's kind of like Fox and Shift. Eh. I feel like that's kind of like what it is to me, I feel like. The branching off, FTA, if you want a a slightly different look, but with those vivid, bright FXR colors, FTA brand is the one to do it. And I have a code for you, but you'll have to email me for that. Um, So I just can't give that out because that is a special code. Yeah. Special. Yeah. <laughs> what was that movie called? Uh, oh, the ladies, ladies man. man. Yes. What seems to be your query? You are on the ladies man. Yes. You meet me at the nacho cot. 
REP suspension. Mark and the guys over there, go get your suspension done. Revalved oil change, seals, bushings, all that. They can do that over there. KKREP is the code to save on some valving. If you want to knock some of those ducats off of your order and uh, you want to have a better KTM, Husqvarna, Gas Gas, Yamaha, <coughs> Kawasaki, Mark knows it all. Knows Very it all. smart. Good looking fella. It's pretty bad when he's that good looking and smart. How's that bad? Way to go, Chelsea. Mark, Chelsea is Mark's wife. But family-oriented shop, suspension, and a lot of good guys within that shop that came from the Supercross Motocross paddock. So there you go. Very intelligent. Just walk in and ask for calves. They'll know what you're talking about. Yeah, just say, yo, can I get the calves discount? And they'll yes. know exactly what you're talking about. There you go. Uh, REP suspension. Um, go visit them. Get your suspension done. Great company over there. And all of our 2023 sponsors hope to be 2024 soon. Power Motorsports, Works Connection, Lit Pro. You and I got a Lit Pro commercial heading up here. Yep. Some new stuff coming on for Lit Pro, so that's exciting. Blood Lubricants. If you want a case of oil, 25% off. Use the word Kiefer at bloodlubricants.com on checkout, and that'll save you some money. 6D Helmets, International Vet Motocross Association, a.k.a. OldtimersMX.com. 20-Minute Motos. Old dudes. There you go. Awesome. Dunlop, Pro Taper, ScreenPrintingDone.com, Decal Works, Alpine Stars, High Vis Boots, Aiden. High Vis Boots. <laughs> Those are out. They're sick. Those are sick. They're with, sick. with gummy soles. Oh. <coughs> Excuse me, I had a cough. Uh, Oakley, Aiden, best nope. goggle out there. Nope. Oakley goggles, air brakes, so good. You get them at Rocky Mountain. And I, I mean, honestly, I buy lenses through Rocky Mountain. So if you need uh, some. Air brake lenses. Rocky Mountain has them in stock. Polysport Plastics. Get your Polysport Plastics at Rocky Mountain as well. We just got some. We're uh, selling one of Aiden's KX250. So if you want to buy a KX250 um, race machine, not a lot of hours on it. No. We're selling one. Selling Just going to throw that out there. It's got a Loretta's motor. and $5,000. That's it. Cheap. Really? Yeah, that's all we're doing. Wow. $5,000 with an electric water pump on it? Uh, I don't know if we can sell that with that. You don't think so? Eh, I don't know. All right. Don't well. be opening your mouth about that. I don't think we... So scratch the electronic water pump, people. But you the will engine, not be getting that. Engine is done, though. The engine is done. The engine is nice, refreshed, fast, it's the reliable. Bike. It's the bike I raced at Loretta's in 22. You podiumed on that bike? Nope. No, not that one? Oh, last year's bike. That, that's the non-mud one. Ah. This is the one you guys are fine with because it's not been run through mud. So that's you guys true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's, you guys are good. Maybe <laughs> if it was the mud one, I'd be selling for three grand. Yeah, I think yeah, right. shot. ETS Racing Fuel is what we ran at Loretta's as well. Yep. USMX18 is the fuel. It's a it's mom approved. Doesn't it's stink mom, up yep. your house. Yep. And it's uh I've been working on a code for you guys. Kyle, if you're out there from ETS, we need a code for these people. Please. Let's get a code. Gas is expensive. We want to run ETS. Let's get you guys a code. All right. So uh you guys seen it all over hell. We've been doing it all week. It's been a busy week over here at Kiefer Ink Testing. It's Friday. You ain't got a job, and you ain't got shit to do. <laughs> Smokey! <laughs> uh, it's busy week, but the 2024 YZ250F Yamaha had us out on Tuesday at Paris Raceway. You can go to racerxonline.com. Watch the 30-minute video. 30 minutes. 30 minutes. It's like a sitcom. Yeah. Minus the comedy. Just a lot of information. Yeah. So 30 minutes. You can go to my website. KeyForInkTesting.com or RacerXOnline.com and watch it. But 
some of you guys don't want to watch it and you just want to drive and listen to us talk about the motorcycle. So here we are. All different kinds of ways to get your information over here. We've got talking. We've got video. We've we got, got you know, even written articles over on Pulp MX. Ten things about this damn bike. It's written over on PulpMX.com. You can read that over there. I'm busy, Aiden. What the hell are you doing? I'm working out. Wow. I'm trying to be a racer. Are you? I'm trying. How's that going? Not doing so good. <laughs> <laughs> How's that going for you? <laughs> oh, man. So, speaking of you, you normally ride a 2023 KX250. Yeah. You were excited about this motorcycle. I was really excited about this motorcycle. Why do you get excited about a Yamaha? Just because you see star racing Yamaha and it sounds no, sick. No, Is this why you want to ride a Yamaha? No, because slimmer. Slimmer than what? Than the previous than version? previous model, yeah. I thought you liked fluffy girls, like thicker women. We, we discussed this on the drive I home. Don't like, we don't like stick women. Depending on what kind of like, give me an example of thick women. I mean, I don't know. Like, like are we talking like I don't know, a thick, 150? Like, like mom. Mom's fluffy. She's not skinny. She's not fat. She's fluffy. I mean, it's all right. Okay. I just like girls with girl- butts. I like butts. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm dying over here. Your current girlfriend yeah. is not a stick. She's not fat. I yeah. Think she's fluffy. Yeah. Okay. So there you go. <laughs> okay. So the 2024 YZ250F is not fat anymore. Nope. She lost some weight. She lost But she's not weight. a stick figure. She's not the slimmest of 250s. No. So she is the, the one that you kind of like to be around. <laughs> right? Yeah. All right, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. You feel me now. <laughs> Speaking your language. Yep. Uh, so that is the only reason why you want to ride, just because it was slimmer? It was slimmer, and I liked how the engine was the previous year. Okay. I just didn't like how fat it was and how, and just how I felt on the bike. So a lot of you guys hit me up and say, Kiefer... Uh, timing chains, valve train, things like that have been going wrong with my YZ250F. Has that been addressed on the new bike? Well, on paper, it has. So I'm going to just kind of read you, maybe verbatim on some things, um, even though it says don't do that. We're, we're going to do that, I think. So I'm, I'm here for you guys. I might get in trouble for this. Sorry, Ulrich. Um, so things that have changed on this 2024 model – and uh, it has a different cam chain. So um, different as in a new cam chain that the, the width has increased. Um, 1.95 millimeters. So on paper, you're thinking, uh, big deal. It's not that much money. Or it's not that much uh, thicker. Yeah. Uh, 8.25 to 10.2 millimeters in thickness. Uh, sprocket width increased 1.5 millimeters. Uh, the damper width increased also to match that new cam chain. Uh, the tensioner settings different. Um, so overall increased strength and improved durability. And I've seen the cam chain in person. It is a lot thicker. So that was a problem for hyperactive riders like you, Aiden, that like to rev the shit out of their bikes because you guys think it's cool and you guys think you can go faster because you rev the snot out of these things, which it doesn't really matter. <laughs> okay, Barsha? Okay. So... It was lasting maybe 20 to 30 hours on these cam chains, and people would have to replace them because they were worried about they were breaking them. And, and yeah. I've seen a couple myself at Glen Helen break on, on kids. Yeah. So that has been addressed. So not to knock the older one, but if you do have a YZ250F and you haven't changed your cam chain in 40 to 50 hours. You should probably do so. You might want to do that. It's very basic. It's not that much money, a couple hundred bucks, and it's good insurance. So not to say that it will break on you, but 
If you're a vet rider and don't rev it, maybe it won't. I've, I've had guys say, hey, man, I got 60 hours on my bike. I have no problem. Okay. Not every bike is the same. Not every rider is the same. I'm not saying it's going to break on every single one. I mean, I get emails all the time about, hey, man, my crank went out. I heard that things are bad. No, I don't. It's not every single bike. Yeah. So unless they're – here's the deal about that too. If there was seriously a problem and, and Yamaha noticed it on a lot of bikes – They would fix it. They would have a recall. Oh, recall. So because no one wants to get sued, there's liability, right? So yeah. if this was a problem, they would go to the dealer. The dealer would go to Yamaha and say, hey, here's what we've been seeing. We've seen a lot of these in our dealerships. There's a problem. We need to address it. AKA a recall comes out. Yep. That hasn't happened. So yes, although I've heard of it, I've seen it, maybe it's not widespread and maybe it's just certain riders that it's happening to, like you younger kids that rev the shit out of it. So regardless, it has been updated and quote unquote fixed for 2024. Um, the ECU was also uh, optimized. The FI and the ignition settings uh, for the intake and the cam chain are now different. Um, it's There's a simplified wire harness layout. Um, so not a lot of things on the engine, just updates to the engine, right? Yeah. Um, more so for the durability standpoint of things. The chassis is basically what's all new. It's If we guys can make it simple for you, the 450 and the 250 now shame, uh, share the same frame, minus the engine hangers are different on the 250, of course, because different engine, uh, engine mounting points. Um, so all new bilateral beam frame. Uh, subframe, lower rails, uh, reduced thickness on the subframe, 1.8 to 1.5 millimeters. Different battery tray and position. Uh, the front forks and the shock have been updated. The valvings are different. Um, they're trying to get a little bit more bump stability and comfort out of this whole thing. Um, less pitching. Uh, rear axle inner diameter went from 20 to 20.5. Uh, the rear brake line's a little bit different. Everything that you've seen on the 450 and 23 have now been rolled over to the 250. Um, what I have seen, okay, here we go. So it is lighter than last year, Aiden. By so she did go on a diet. By it, how much? Um, okay. I'm going to tell you that right here, right when I can tell you. It's uh, <laughs> 2.5 pounds, Aiden. She lost two and a half pounds. That's good. Good for her. I mean, it could be water weight. Yeah. But nonetheless, she's trying. Good for her. Yeah. She's working. She's hitting spin classes like a yes. ten of them. So the YZ250F has been doing her work. There you go. And she's been hitting the gym. She's been doing Pilates. It. Whatever mom does that we don't know what the hell it's called. Slide movements. Andy Jefferson, we know what you're doing over there. And I don't know what that I don't know what that means. We don't want to know what that means. <laughs> um so yeah, so weight savings, foot pad brackets, two hundred grams, steel to aluminum. Also improved mud clearance, so you know when you dive into a rut, Aiden, those things don't get hung up. Did you yeah. notice that at Paris at all? Uh, not really. Hung up? Not really. No. Great, because you know what? Which ones suck? What Honda? Those things get stuck all the time. I hate it. So good job, Yamaha chain guides, eighty grams lighter throttle cable, sixty grams lighter. Look at grams, no big deal. This is like mountain bike weight. Fuel pump, two hundred grams lighter. Rear axle, thirty grams lighter. So. Overall body work has changed too as well. Aiden, you didn't like the old layout? No, I just felt I felt like it was too fat for me and the way it sat, it felt like I was sitting in like a 500, like a CR500 with the big old tank and the seat would go all the way up to the tank. Mm -hmm. That's what I felt like I was sitting on. So in the bike more than on top. Yes. 
You sit more on top. I sit more on top. Although we year. will complain about the seat later on. We're yep. not gonna we're not gonna jump that yet. But we we have some bitches and moans about, about the, the seat. Yep. My ass hurts. Yeah. Okay. Um, so overall cockpit is much friendlier for you guys. Uh, from the previous version, minus five down, minus five back with the foot peg brackets. Um, the seat is 15 millimeters flatter, five millimeters taller. Um, 10 millimeter increase in seat to foot peg distance. Uh, the bar position obviously is back from the previous version on this machine, just like the 23YZ450. And uh, even if you guys are 5'6", and you're riding the older YZ250F. Works Connection does have the offset foot peg mounts. Those will work great. They have aluminum. They have titanium. So you don't have to spend all the money on the titanium stuff. But now the 24 uh, YZ250F has that available. If you guys are wondering, say, hey, Kiefer, I bought a 24 YZ250F. Can I still get the Works Connection offset foot peg mounts? Yes, you can, but you will have to run the 22 foot peg and I'm sorry, the 23 foot peg and the 23 foot peg springs. Just got to match that up. Yep. Because some people want that trick titanium look, aka you, Eddie, and David. <laughs> 17 year old vet rider. Yep. Aiden Kiefer. Um, so that is the rundown on the motorcycle just on paper. Uh, again, 2.5 pounds lighter, so a lot of that comes with just little bits and pieces around uh, the engine and the body and things like that. Of course, the power tuner is still available. I do have some maps up on my website right now. I'm going to be working on some more with Aiden. Yep. And why? Let's just jump right into it. Why do we want power tuner maps? Because it is a little bit dirty off the bottom. And what I mean by dirty, it feels a little bit rich, and that is from about 0% to 10 to 15 percent throttle opening mm -hmm. the muffler sounds atrocious it sounds so bad it sounds like a kx 250 stock i don't know which worse if we had to judge which one sounds worse the stock kx 250 or the yz 250f it's close ah that's a great battle i would ah my they both yeah, sound they like both dog shit sound pretty bad yes yeah when you rev the bike and i'm on it and i was testing i was like oh my god doesn't sound great. It's like at Paris I did. It sounds like everyone was going to die. And I don't, I don't remember the old one sounding that bad. I don't either. I mean, it sounded, it didn't sound great, but it, it wasn't that loud. Right. I think. Yeah. So there is going to be a, a tune, an ECU map that I have up on my website. It's going to clean up that rich feeling. If you feel it, great. If you don't, you can tell me to suck it. Yep. I don't feel it. I don't need it. But just so you guys know, when you do pick up your 24YZ250F at your dealership, even if you change the map, handlebar map switch, you know, the light is on or off, it's still stock. There's no preloaded maps in there. People always hit me up, hey, I'm in the blue light. I go, did you change it? They're like, no. I'm like, well, it's the same map. There you go. So you have to load the map inside of the bike. And that is how you do it is you take the side or the side panel off and you look for the, the CCU number. You put that in your phone, blah, blah, blah. If you don't know how to do it, hit me up. Really simple. If I know how to do it, you guys can do it. Trust me. Okay, so on the track, here's my opinion of this engine. We'll just start with the engine. Okay. Not a lot of differences. I'm sure you guys are hearing all these things. Uh, Motocross Action put up a – I haven't watched it, but I just heard they're not giving it uh, very good reviews. Um, of course, Motocross Action is still holier than thou. Hey, we do this, we do that, no one else does, which is whatever. I don't want to start that. It's a whole other podcast we can get into. Um, but I will say there is – there isn't a lot of change from the older engine to this. The things that I notice 
that does have a little bit more pulling power mid to top end. It's not a lot, but it does pull third and fourth gear a little bit longer. I don't know second gear is that much longer because in the overall scheme of things, it's still fairly short compared to a Kawasaki. Yeah. Um, so low end, maybe slightly less than the 23 version, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked like Yamaha was trying to shift some of their power later versus early, which they can afford to lose a little bit of front side power just because they have a lot of torque. Um, but for me, overall engine still has the best low end feel. It doesn't rev out as good as a Kawasaki or a KTM. Yep. Um, second gear isn't great. You got to shift the third really quick, Aiden. I agree with you. I feel like uh, second gear isn't long. In area two, I found myself already shifting to the third gear. Push that mic closer. Yep. So I found myself shifting to third gear already. Um, so really having to short shift it a lot. Uh, I did notice third and fourth gear pulls a little bit farther. Um, but yeah, no, it's just, it's really frustrating when you come into a corner and you're in second gear and it's already revved out. And you're like, well, what do I do now? And then you shift into third and then it bogs down and you have to clutch the crap out of it. Yeah. So that, that was kind of the downfall. I don't really remember last year's bike being like that, really. Um, compared to my Cowie. Uh, I feel like I can run second, third gear. Even sometimes I can run third gear in a corner. Yeah. Just because I. Second. So the the Yamaha has a free revving feel, like it spools up really quick. Yeah. And so what that does normally, when you have a an engine that spools up really quick, you don't have a lot of torque. This has torque, but it just revs through the gears really quick. Yeah. Um. Also, too, a little bit like off the bottom, kind of like was Villa Vil was telling us that like. Villapoto. The bike, yeah. People don't know who Villa is. Sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> the the bike almost feels like as soon as like you kind of crack the throttle, it feels like you're dragging the rear brake. Mm-hmm. And then when I got out on the track and like everything got broken in, I really I did notice that a little bit, where it just it just sluggish a little bit off the bottom. Okay. Um, and I think that has something to do with the mapping. Yeah, we tried it. We tried uh, Stevie Tokar Tokarski Tokarski Tokarski. I don't know why it's stuff. I suck at that. Tokarski. Tokarski. Stevie. Whatever. Yeah. Stevie, you know you know your name. <laughs> um, Stevie T. That's what we're going to call him. Stevie T. There's a Stevie T map up on uh, our website that it helps a little bit, but I still want a little bit of a cleaner, uh, low-end feel. I'm looking for more connection because with this stock Yamaha, there's a little bit of disconnection from the throttle to the rear wheel initially. Easy to clean up. I just got to go and find a map to do it. We will find it. We'll put it up there. It's, that's super easy. So that is not a huge deal. For me. Yeah. Um, but, yes, yeah, second gear is very short. You do have to shift. We um, we have had a couple days on this. We wouldn't do a little comparison on the Kawasaki. Yesterday. Um, yesterday. Um, second gear, we would like to pull a little bit longer. So, 49 tooth sprocket. We're going to go down a tooth. We're going to go opposite Jody. Yeah. And go down. Yeah. Instead of going up. So, 50 is stock. Go to a 49 tooth. If you guys are picking up your bike, just pick a 49 tooth up at the dealership while you're there. Yep. You'll thank me later. Get a little bit longer second gear. It doesn't really affect third gear that much and lets that pull a little bit longer. Similar to a Honda CRF250R, guys. You know how I would talk about, like, I shift into third on the Honda and it's almost non-existent. I got almost got to go second to fourth. Well, that is kind of the, the case from the Yamaha where you just need to go First to third. First to third, and yeah. just get out of the second real quick because there's not a lot. 
It's not. It's not very usable. No. So going down a tooth, forty nine. If you do have flowier sand tracks, and you're lucky enough to have that track, and that's what you ride, maybe even a forty eight. Try that, and that would maybe help that uh, second gear prolonging it a little bit. So that is an option for you guys, as well as another map that will be up on my site. Give me about a week, and I'll put that up on my website, and we'll try to get a little bit better of a setting. Um, but before we move on to the chassis, Aiden, we got to go to commercial. I'm sorry. I know we just started. But let's bust these out. Seven minutes of your life. Just chill out. Save yourself some money. We'll be right back. ScreenPrintingDone.com. My dream is the world's most powerful t-shirt. Do you want to look good, but you ain't got the money? Trying to get some t-shirts made? Yeah, Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com. This is a t-shirt. You can get anything you want on that t-shirt. I'm about to show you guys how y'all can look fly. Your business name. That's my business. Your kid's name. Oh, Billy. Your favorite phrase, like, let's go, buddy, or free jailbirds. I agree. Anything at all. ScreenPrintingDone.com. T-shirt printing business. Mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free t-shirts. That's what I'm talking about! ScreenPrintingDone.com. I know it's tough sometimes, guys. What engine oil should I run? What weight? Synthetic or non-synthetic? It's tough. But you guys, I've been running blood lubricants for about two and a half years now. I've had great results. You guys are looking for some great oil. The Barracuda Blood Series 1040 is what we run in all of our test bikes here. Um, It's specifically formulated for the most brutal racing conditions on Earth. Look, heat, high humidity, silt, mud, whatever you got, this Barracuda Blood 1040 can handle it. 1040 is a great weight for most motocross and off-road machines, even though maybe your uh, owner's manual says run 530 or 1050. To me, 1040 is a great weight. Check it out. Barracuda Blood Series. Um, it's been through Baja 1000, the 500, Mint 400, Vegas, Torino, all of our test bikes here. 100% synthetic oil. It's great stuff. Uh, you put it in, and I run about two and a half engine hours. I take it out, and man, it still comes out pretty damn clean. So you can use the code Kiefer at checkout over at bloodlubricants.com. Save yourself 25% off a case of oil. They have all different kinds of stuff. They have suspension oils. They've got sprays, chain lubes, whatever it is for oil-related stuff for your off-road motorcycle. Check out bloodracing.com. Ride-engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, That'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's ride-engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts. I mean, I help him as well. But he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check him out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. You guys out there tweaking on handlebars and grips? Trust me, I do it almost daily. If you're looking for a strong bar but yet has a lot of flex, Look no further than the Pro Taper Evo bar. It is my favorite bar out there on the market right now. Why? They have great bends. The bar flexes. I don't get vibration from the bar. I'm getting older. I want some flex in my bar, but yet I want it to be strong. And Pro Taper has the strongest and the lightest bar out there that actually flexes. 
So go check them out, protaper.com. I'm currently using uh, SX Race Band on my Yamahas. There is a brand new band that's just coming out right now. You guys should see that. It is called Race Team Bend, and that is what we use over on Aiden's KTM and my KTM here uh, in the shop. So protaper.com, they have race cut grips, they have sprockets, they have chains, all different kinds of things. Go check them out, protaper.com. You guys want to go check out the new 2023 Yamaha YZs? Thinking about buying one? Or maybe a two-stroke? The new YZ 450F is narrower, more compact, and lighter. It's built to do one thing, go faster. Don't worry, the old tried-and-true 2023 YZ 250F, no changes for 2023, but still the great same shootout-winning 250F. And it's all over at Power Motorsports. Go check them out. Get your new Yamaha from the number one Yamaha dealership in the USA. The pros at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it here. That's right. The one and only Kiefer Tested Podcast. Call or text 503-769-8888 and ask for the power price. I don't even care where you're at in the USA. Maine, California, Florida, Washington. Just go visit them, powermotorsports.com, or hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com, and I'll get you in touch with the guys over there at Power and let you go rip around on your new scooter. So fun. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket, or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. Do not drink and ride. It is illegal and stupid. Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15, and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know what takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day, who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times, you can reach your full potential, and of course, you'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to litprolive.com. You can email me, chris at keyforinktesting.com for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. Getting started is super easy with LitPro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription, and then you're on your way to improve your lap times, get a better result as your, you know, than your buddy. That's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text, who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did. And you want to know how to do it? Lip Pro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. Super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and Lip Pro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate. And uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com. Go to Lip Pro Live. You guys want to see anything related to how to keep time, how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on LipProLive.com. You like to go ride? Are you over the age of 30 like myself? Well, guess what? There's an association where you can go racing and you have a great time. Five motos over the complete weekend. You can go to oldtimersmx.com, but they're going to change their name to International Vet Motocross Series. You can check them out here very soon. But several races over several months 
all over the western United States. It's going to be a fun time. And let me tell you guys, I just went racing last week, and it is a great time. If you haven't been out racing in quite some time and you're an older gentleman or a lady, they have plenty of classes for you. There's people out there that enjoy riding and racing dirt bikes just like yourself. But, hey, you got to go do it. you got to go check them out. Right now, go to oldtimersmx.com. But, again, we're going to change our name up to IVMX, International Vet Motocross Association. So go look for them. And if you have any questions about the series, hit me up, Chris, at keyforinktesting.com, and we'll get you out there and having some fun get some gate drops. All right, we're back. Thanks for hanging tight. Thanks for uh, dealing with our commercials, and thank you for supporting our advertisers. All right, Aiden, so the chassis. This is the big... This is the big controversy right now. If you've watched all of these first impression videos from everybody, swaps, MXAs, um, I haven't saw dirt bike uh, magazines, but most of these guys out there are talking about the chassis. So for me, and we'll go to you because I want you to compare the Kawasaki chassis to the, to the Yamaha for these people out here, but just if I can compare Yamaha 23 to Yamaha 24, stiffer natured feel, not as planted on the edge of your tire, leaning into the corner, like starting your lean. So not quite into the area one yet, like getting ready to get into area one. I feel like it's a little bit less planted, less tire contact patch feel compared to the older frame. Uh, it does have more precise feel once in the rut. Like I feel like it's lighter. I have precise, you know, tip in one, two, area one and two. If I have to cut across the track getting into that area one, I feel like it's not as planted, not as forgiving. Bump touch is not as forgiving. Bump impact for me is not as forgiving. It's it's a stiffer, racier type of frame. Now, is that a negative? In some areas, yes. Is it a positive in some areas? Yes. So for me, it's almost, I don't want to say a wash. I would say it's a little bit more on the negative side for me than positive. But it's not as stiff as a Honda CRF250R frame. I will say that. Okay. Um, Aiden, compare your Cowie frame, chassis, cornering, stability com- to the Yamaha. So we from Tuesday when I rode it, I did notice it was a little stiffer. Uh, on the super small chattery stuff. It was stiffer very, than a Cowie, you're saying? Yes. Okay. It was uh, at Paris with the small chatter that they have. It was really harsh through my hands. Is where I noticed it, but then when we took it yesterday and I rode both bikes back to back, um, the Cowie does have better bump absorption, but it's not as stiff as I thought the bike was on Tuesday when we rode it, okay. which I was actually surprised because when I went out and rode it, uh, the Yamaha yesterday, I was expecting it to be stiff and rigid like I felt on Tuesday, but mm-hmm. I felt the complete opposite. So, so uh, your perception at Paris was a little bit maybe off and then now when you got to compare it back to back so give the people so if you're landing off of a jump say flat single flat ground can you feel the difference between your cowie and the yamaha um not so much on like flat landing off of jumps more of uh high speed sections for example coming into jody hill right there Uh where you make the right uh the big hill against the uh side over closest to the rem track right there for a finish line uh, I like how they call Jody Hill. I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> this is what Jody Wiles has done, everybody. He's, he's converted Glen Helen to everything. Jody this, Jody that. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah. Okay, go ahead. So anyways, so the super high speed sections right there where uh, when you get close to the turn, 
there's uh there's bigger bumps. I do notice that the cow just feels more comfortable and absorbs the bumps better. Where on the Yamaha, it does feel a little bit harsh, but not as much as I felt on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But still, I'm still kind of getting kicked from side to side a little bit. So deflection. Deflection. Um, not really as trustworthy as the Kawasaki. Mm-hmm. But for uh, in corners though, I do feel like the Yamaha corners better than all the, the way through. All the way through, yes. From area one to area three, I just feel like tipping. Yeah. It's easier to tip in than the uh, the Kawasaki. So I, more front wheel traction? Yes, I feel like I have more front wheel bite okay. than the Cowie. I feel like I kind of struggle with finding uh, finding that comfort level on my Cowie in hard pack sections mm-hmm. at Glen Helen. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I don't feel like I trust my front tire as much. I feel like I'm always searching for something to bank off of. Mm-hmm. Where in the Yamaha, it just flat turn, leans, yep. leans so good. Okay. I mean, yeah, look, at, and here's some of this too, people. So the, there's more engine braking on the YZ than there is a KX. You can tune some of that out with the power tuner, but not a lot. If you want a lot of that out, you would have to go to a Vortex ECU, which we will try eventually. But there's only so much you can work with with the Yamaha power tuner app because of reliability. Yamaha's not going to give you something that you can shoot yourself in the foot with on that power tuner app. So you can dial a little bit about the engine braking out, but with engine braking comes front wheel traction. Yeah. When the bike is free, let's just talk about Roxon's race bike for a second. Roxon's race bike is super free feeling. It scared the shit out of me at first because I'm like, oh shit, coming in the corner. I blew a corner because there's no engine braking, which if you get used to it, there's a lot of upside to that but also you will get less front wheel traction because the weight transfer off throttle is not going to the front wheel as much as it would if you had engine braking so with the yamaha versus kawasaki the yamaha more engine braking you get some of that load on that front tire and then you can lean it and then you have more bite mm-hmm. with the kawasaki it is a little bit more neutral biased as far as the chassis and rear wheel so you'll get more stability and not as much bite you can help that along with fork height, sag, whatever. But out of the box, I do agree with that engine braking. The Yamaha has a little bit more front end character bite inside the rut. Yeah. And, it, and it's a give and take, people. So there's a little bit of that deflection that we were talking about. You know, if, you're, if you have established lines and some of you are blessed with really nice soft dirt and tracks and, and, and ruts – and you can get in, it's probably going to be really, really good. We just haven't experienced that yet because out here, we don't have a lot of that. We have shallow ruts. We have chop. So we're going to go to a place we call Mesquite that has more ruts. We'll try it there that actually has a rut going in, out, around, everything. So that'll be a very good test. But I do feel like the Yamaha, the 24 chassis, is more precise within the corner. If you're hauling ass down a straightaway, Maybe a little bit more nervous, and you'll get a little bit of head shake on the on the front end. I do notice when you ride it, right when you chop throttle, you get a little bit of a wiggle on the front end. Yes. So do you notice that? I do notice that, yes. So that is just like the 23YZ450. This is all the shit that I was talking about when I got on the 23YZ450 versus the 22. It, it, it's just not quite as planted as the old frame. Sure, she was a big girl. She walked around heavy, but she was planted to that earth. And and I like that because then I can go fast. I can manage my corners. I know how to corner a dirt bike. I'm not going to blame the motorcycle 
It wasn't that heavy that I couldn't corner it. To me, the old frame cornered pretty damn good. Both bikes, 250 and 450. So I just feel like in the long term of things, the older chassis for me felt a little bit more stable, which helped me corner. But if you're on a ruttier track like we were at Paris, when you're in the rut, it does feel lighter and more precise. So does that make sense? Yes. So what we did, a little bit of setup advice here. So we dropped the fork. They come standard with seven millimeters high on the fork height. To me, that's way too fucking high. That's way high. We dropped it to five initially. You liked it better. Yes. Uh, we softened the high speed. Initially, you liked it better. Yes. And then we evolved it for our next test. We dropped the fork even further to three millimeters, yep. three millimeters high. And then we went back on high speed because we only went only went a quarter turn out and we went back to a quarter turn in. So that was stock. And then we slowed the fork down two and then cranked the fork in four. So compression was in four from stock. You can go and look at the settings up on pulpmx.com and my website. They're up there. You can use that as a baseline. We'll have more baseline settings soon. But that is where we ended up. Not a lot, not a lot of complaints with the shock. It's more of the front end for me. Yeah, I think the fork. The fork is just too soft where the shock is overpowering the fork. So right. I think that's partially half the reason. So you guys will have to decide if you want to stiffen your fork up internally when you go get your valving done or you want to soften your shock. I would like to see for you, I almost would rather leave the fork the way it is and soften your shock because you're 140 pounds. You don't need a stiff setting. And for me... A little bit of a looser, softer setting is going to help you when track gets shitty and rough. Yeah. At least out here. Yeah. If we're, in, if we're at Loretta's or East Coaster, I think I would maybe stiffen that fork and leave the rear. Yeah. To help the pitching. Yeah. So just depending on what you do, just like we always talk about, there is a action. For every action, there's a reaction. You can read that story up on my site. But if you mess with one thing, it's going to affect another thing. So you just got to... Always make sure you're chasing whatever you do. If you make one change, you got to make another change behind that to have it react a little bit different. Yeah. You know? Um, so Yamaha made a more racy frame. We always like to say this is more of a Supercross-based frame. I feel like the, the race team, Star, is going to have a great time with this in Supercross because it's going to be what they want, especially, I feel like, in the whoops. Yeah. I know some of the riders last year were complaining a little bit about the whoops where the frame was a little bit wallowy and soft and they had to compensate with suspension, which hurt them in the corner. So this is kind of more of a direction they think they want. And maybe for the older vet guy, having a little bit of a stiffer frame could help you too. If you're 180 north of that, 200 pounds, you still can ride this YZ250F and with a stiffer frame, it might actually help you corner better. Yep. I would put... MX-34 front tire on and get rid of the MX-33. I'm not a fan of that tire. If you can find an MX-3S, that's even better. Um, They do come with a 110 rear, so that is good. Good. Um, Unlike a Honda where they come with a 190, that's that's not good. It's too skinny. Uh, Typical KYB suspension. Moves quick. Need to stiffen it up. Lots of comfort within that. You're coming off a KYB fork from Kawasaki. Which one do you like better? Uh, they both feel the same to me, to be honest with you. Really? I, don't, I don't really notice anything different. Really? Yeah. Well, I do. Well, it's hard. It's hard bec- I mean... You've ridden stock Kawasaki. You, I mean, yeah. You just complained about how stiff your Kawasaki fork was, and that's why you wanted your pro-circuit valving on there. 
Yeah. Oh. Oh. You're okay. I thought. Okay. You right, I thought man? you're talking about like you okay, man? if you notice a difference in like the way it hits bumps or something. But no. Yes. The stock stock Cowie fork is way stiffer than. Uh, so in comfort fork. wise, which one you like better, stock to stock? <sighs> it's it's hard because it's both. I'm going Yamaha, folks. Yeah, I'd have to agree because it Cali fork is so hard to corner with it that stiff. It, to me, it's oversprung. So it, Kawasaki, they needed to, and KYB, they needed to come together and be like, okay, we need to go down to spring rate. Like whoever. Kaipo. Kaipo, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> no, Kaza. it's not Kaipo. Kaza. <laughs> Kaipo. Brock, Man. what are you doing? Man, dude. Dude, it's way too stiff. It's like they put like a 5-6 spring in that thing, dude. Taka. Dude. Our guy Taka, dude. Dude. Come on. Come on, Taka. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully uh, next year KX250 will change, just like the 450. Yep. And uh, they'll get a little bit better on the fork setting. But nonetheless, typical standard KYB, lots of comfort within the fork. It does move quicker than a Showa fork. So if you guys are coming from a Showa brand to a KYB, KYB brand, you will notice that it does move more in the stroke. But the bike will stick to the ground a little bit better. Always said Showa has better performance, hold-up based. KYB has more comfort. Hence the reason why Roxon goes back and forth between the two from Supercross to Motocross. That's what I'm surprised he, he does that. I'm surprised they let him do I'm surprised. That's the beauty of having a team like HEP is that they don't have a suspension. They're not restricted from the Japanese, hey, you only can do this or this. You know, they're, they're a little bit more free. Yeah. So that is nice. I like my Showa fork on my bike. Oh, and your A-kit. Yeah. I like mine. You didn't at first. No, it's too stiff. <laughs> we had to drop it down. Yeah. Um, okay, so cockpit. Let's talk about that. I am six foot, Aiden, you're five. I'm like five ten. eight, five nine. No, you're not. You're tall. You're almost tall as me. You're five nine, five ten. Anyway. Nonetheless, much more friendlier than um last year's cockpit. Rider triangles is better. The seat is worse. The seat is so bad. The seat is narrow. The which seat this is hard. Like, I don't have a lot of butt on me. You don't have a lot of butt either. No. And it hurts my bones. The seat feels like it, like, spreads my ass cheeks open and just, like, rubs right right in the crack, dude. Wow. Yeah. That's what it feels like when I sit on it. Wow. (laughs) That's what it feels like. Okay. Well, that wraps up that show, and uh, CPS is coming to the house. So, yeah, I would – there is a flat seat. What uh, Guts makes, Seat Concepts has a whole seat, but I've been testing them. There is, it's a wider, let's say wider, but it's flatter. The shape is flatter versus more rounded shape like the stock one. Narrower too, huh? The, the stock one's narrower. Yeah. But the aftermarket flatter seat is a little bit wider where the ass cheeks go. Talking yep. about spreading your ass cheeks. <laughs> um, it, so your bones and your butt bones are in the proper spot. So when you're leaning into the corners on that stock seat, it's a fairly firm foam, but it will break down. Trust me, 10 hours, your foam will break down. But yeah. the shape of it is what the problem is. Yeah. So if you guys are driving home one day and you're like, oh, my ass is sore, welcome in. There you go. This is why. Welcome to the club. Yep. So go to Guts. Go to Seat Concepts, whatever you prefer. Um, I've tried both. Both are great. Um, seat Concepts uh, sells complete seats. Guts just has foam and seat covers. So pick your poison, whatever you guys want to do. But nonetheless, the flatter seat foam shape is much better, and I would do that. Yep. I am so surprised. Like, this is what I think about. And maybe they do. I don't know because I've been a part of testing a long time. Travis, Stevie T, Butler, these guys, when they have that 
for a year and a half, two years when they're riding this shaped seat. No one complained about the seat. It's the Japanese. No, I mean, you. I don't understand. Out of the how many test rides, there could be five at any given time to test this motorcycle. You're telling me no one had a complaint about their butt, and they ride a shit ton. You know, Travis and those guys ride. Yeah, sometimes a week straight. Yeah, to test their butt's fine. I. That's I, actually I mean, a great no thing. Way. That's something we should call him and ask. That's something that we. Should I don't ask think him. I would call him, but I know Travis. He'd he, be. He, he would not answer. He would not answer, and he wouldn't tell us because we're on the show. Yeah, he'd be very corporate with you, his quick. You would have to answers. not. You have to not tell him that we're on the show. Right. Yeah. So maybe we'll get an answer from him off air. Yep, and we'll let you guys know at some point. Yep. Maybe we'll let you guys know about it. Probably not. So don't count on that. Yeah, probably not. But nonetheless, I just feel like that should be addressed before the thing got pushed out. And I will stick up for the guys a little bit. Maybe they did. And they're like, And ah. then Yamaha Japan just said, no, nah, we're not doing that. Probably. So I've been a part of some of that too and other brands where I'm like, this is no bueno. But they're like, well, that's too bad because we're doing that anyway. Yeah. So it's not all the test riders' fault people. At, you know, at some point, um, the engineers or the actual Japan factory has to change it. If they already got the mold and they already did it, they're not changing it because of the cost. Yeah. So some people go, hey, you, you're the test guy. Why is it a piece of shit? Well, sometimes it's not your fault. And sometimes it is. Sometimes I screw up. So yeah. Everyone does, right? Everyone does, yeah. So, and to be fair, too, just to open up this can of worms as well, at some point when you test pre-production units, when you're within testing before the thing even comes out, the bike that you're testing that you have will not be the same. It feels good. And then you'll get a production bike to break in and test. You're like, is this the same fucking bike we've been testing for two years? Because it doesn't feel that way. So handmade frames sometimes feel different than production frames. There's so much. We could do a full show on just how things differ from proto to pre-production to production. Yeah, There's a lot of differences. And sometimes you nail it. Sometimes... It's a little bit different, but that little bit of difference sometimes is a lot on the bike. So, something you guys need to know about. Um, so, overall, Aiden, yep. straight up answer. This is what we do here. Okay. Do you like this YZ250F? Yes or no? Yes. I'm, you took depends. a long time to answer. Uh, it depends on... No, I we, don't want it depends. I want a yes or no. Yes. You do like it. Yes. You would race this bike. I would And be this. happy with it. Yes. Okay. Why? Um, Give one, me, the engine is good. Okay. Give me three things you like. Okay. Engine? Engine. Go ahead. Um, at first, I wasn't a big fan of the cable clutch, but more I rode it, I, I kind of liked it a little bit more. you're coming off a of hydro. Yep. I like that a little bit more. Why? Um, it's just easier to manage, I feel like. Really? Because you're just the opposite. Yeah. I feel, like, I feel like that one's honestly easier. So you can feel it more when you ride yeah. it? Yeah. Which makes sense to me. It's not so on-off. Yeah. Okay. Three? Three would have to be... Um, Come on, man. I'm, I mean, the the rider triangle feels the kind of the same to a Cowie and a, and a Honda. Not as good, but it feels similar. So you like that? Yeah. So you, it's less, but you still like it? Yes. Okay. Three. Th- three. Can you name three negatives? Yeah. Go ahead. The look of it. I don't like I don't like the white plastics. It's a pain in the ass. But you like the blue. I like the blue, but the white plastics are a pain in the ass to wash. So you don't come from that era, so that's why you don't like it. Go ahead. Front brake sucks. Ooh, yeah, good call. Front brake is really bad. 
And number three would have to be um, mm. how short second gear is. Okay. That's the downfall. So, uh, yeah, it, to elaborate on the front brake a little bit, it is, it, it's a little spongy. It, it's it's okay. I'm not on board with it. After Aiden. it breaks in, it's okay, but it's still not the best. We immediately put my whole KTM YZ hybrid Brembo thingy on, on, and it's so much better. Zombie brake. It's unbelievable. And that's, that's actually, I can't take credit for that. That's a Doug Dubok thing that I inherited and, and adopted, and I've been doing that to my Yamahas ever since. You can see what we've done. It's all over. If you just search, catch this out, guys. There's a search engine on my website. That's Don't right. email me about it. There's just put in YZ Brembo brake in the search engine, and the story will pop up like magic beans Bingo. coming from the beanstalk. And you can change it. You can put a Honda one. You can put a KTM one. I've tried the Honda one. I'm not as much of a fan because it's, it's strong but grabbier. I like touchy brakes. So for me, I like a strong linear brake that I can feel. Yeah, I like touchy brakes. Okay. I like I like to feel my brake that's there. I like to touch it, immediately feel it. I will semi-agree with Aiden. I'm not a fan of white plastic, but the white look looks awesome. I like the way it looks. It's just hard to keep it like that. SC1 does not work on white plastic. No. If you want to SC1 the shit out of your blue plastic, you might it might look good. White, you'll never know you put it on. Um... So we probably will transfer our bike to a blue bike. Eventually. With black point. wheels. Unlike the the blue bike has blue wheels. Downfall. Um, I like a cable clutch. They don't offer the hydraulic option, the GYTR option for the YZ250F. They do not. It's kind of like the Honda. Like, they did the exact same thing with the Honda. They don't – you can't do well, it. Well, no, the either. Honda one was unfinished at first because of COVID. Um, so they, they looked like they were going to, like, a cable option. Mm-hmm. But then they just they, didn't do it. They backed out halfway. Yeah. Through it. So um, that is not even the option on the YZ250F. Unlike the 450, where the GYTR uh, hydraulic is an option. Yeah. Um, so for me, I do like this bike. I just wish it was a little bit more planted. Yes, you can achieve that. All that stuff that's on my website for the YZ450F. Just roll that over in your YZ250F. You can get some engine mounts, FCP engine mounts. He does a good job um, with that chassis. You can go to 23.5-millimeter clamps, 24-millimeter clamps. That'll help calm it down. Um, ECU. I mean, this thing is going to be badass. An ECU, some good fuel. Dual injector. No. What? Just calm down. ECU, fuel, an aftermarket muffler, just that alone, it'll, it'll help second gear. No dual injector? I mean, not yet, no. Dude, that bike was so good. That was good, but just calm down. We're just going to do bits and pieces first. <laughs> Stop being a vet rider. How's that a vet rider? You're putting all this shit on it. That, that That's worth it, though. It is good. No, it is. Exactly. Right? Like, was... if, if you guys were wondering, hey, should I get a GYTR head or a dual injector? Dual injector. Just go to a dual injector because with that kit, you get a Vortex. It's unbelievable. It's insane. It's really crisp. Wah, wah, wah. Sounds nice. Got a lot of bottom. A lot of bottom, but it pulls hard. Oh, yeah. Long. Oh, yeah. So that's a twisted development thing. He somehow works his magic. finagled it and did it, beanstalked it. It's good. He's got a beanstalk over there. Yeah, he does. He does got a beanstalk. <laughs> uh, so that is our opinion of the Yamaha. That's a honest you know, review. Um, we will evolve it. So get yourself a 49-2 sprocket, maybe a slip-on muffler, and that will give you a good starting point right there. Yep. 
because you don't want to sound that that stock muffler sounds raspy as hell. And we're going to put up an ECU setting here soon, so, you know, hit me back in about a week or two on that. Chris at KieferInkTesting.com is the email. Our door is open. As always, we just don't throw up videos and then leave you in the dark. Um, we throw up videos, and our door is open for you. We leave the light on. Like Aiden, right A-D-E-N, at KieferInkTesting.com. Throw him an email. Yep. What do you want to talk about? Whatever they want. Whatever they want. You really? want to talk about video games? No one wants to talk racing. about video games. Some kids do. You've got emails about video games? No, I on wish. On Keyfring Testing? No, I wish. No. I wish. Why don't you review a video game? Put it on Keyfring Testing. We'll put a little icon, games. Games? And you can do the gaming section. That actually would be fun. Actually that actually would be a good thing. I would Dirt actually. bikes and games. That would probably be a big hit. I could play MX bikes and I could play tracks. And give us a review? Yeah. Okay. That's actually you, not a bad idea. And review Kellen, Kellen's work? What do you mean, review Kellen's work? Kellen's work on his sim? What do you mean? What are you Doesn't he about? announce sim races? Yeah. You can, you know, review his, his sim announcing. You review his announcing? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, merch. We still got some, and it's getting cool. It's fall weather, people. Let's go. We got pullovers. We got hoodies. We got shirts. We have no beanies. We have no hats. That is on Heather. So yell at her. Heather at KieferInkTesting.com is her email. But go to the shop on our website. Buy some stuff. Look good. And then when you buy it and you wear it, tag us. Let us know that you're wearing it and you like it. The stuff is uh, really, really soft. It's nice. Very metrosexual of us over here at <laughs> KieferInkTesting.com. And, uh, yeah, if you see us at the track, come say hi. Talk about your bike. If you have a question, we're here to help you guys. As always, our doors are open. I would say 95% of the time in a good mood. 5% of the time would be your fault, Aiden. Or Eddie's. Or Someone mm, else, mostly you, or someone else. Just the way you talk, talk to me sometimes gets me mad. <laughs> you got allergies right now? Yeah, I do. Jesus, sniff. I'm so sorry about the sniffing in the yeah <laughs> on the mic. It's brutal up here right now. Uh, good job to Yamaha, and thank you actually to Yamaha for putting on a great weekend at the LA Coliseum. Very cool. We got to ride the LA Coliseum. I'm sure you guys listen to that show, but ride YZ125s within that Coliseum, and then. Made it all really cool for us at Paris Raceway. They always take care of us. I mean, all the manufacturers do when they roll out these things. But don't be fooled. I will say this. When we do these things, just because they put on these events and feed us and do these things, not because we're going to suck on their peters no. on these shows just because they did that. I'll, I'll always tell you guys the truth and what I think. And, you know, it's my opinion, so it, it could be wrong. I'm not saying that I'm the gospel like other magazines do. Um, but this is my opinion. This yep. is what I think. And hopefully that's good enough for you guys out there. Um, as always, support our advertisers. They support this show, keeps us up and moving. And uh, we had three shows this week, Aiden. Really? So we may not have a show next week. I might just skip next week. Take the week off? But I probably won't. No, you probably won't, no. We'll probably do a Honda show. We're going to be – we've got some Hondas now. Yep. It hasn't changed. It's a rollover year for Honda. 2024 CRF 250 RN 450 is a rollover year. 25 might be a new year for Honda. Get ready. Get ready for you ride redders. Finger. You've lost Chase Sexton. Dang it. We are sorry, but you gained Hunter Lawrence. Uh, I'd take Chase Sexton. All right, guys. Have a good week, and uh, be good to each other. Ride safe. We'll see you on the flip. See y'all.